Bible Speaks with Audley McLean. The Bible Speaks is a weekly ministry of Harvest International. Our prayer is that the Bible Speaks will encourage you in your study of God's Word. You will be able to contact Audley at the address given at the end of this broadcast. And now, here's Audley. Well, hello there. It's not just Audley today, it's Elgin and Audley. On the week before the last, we shared this time and we indicated that it would be more the norm rather than the, excep- the exception. So again, welcome to the Bible Speaks, Brother Elgin Kerlock. Our vision is to make this a more conversational time. Your feedback, by the way, will be very, very helpful to us. Elgin, don't you want them to write you back? What do you want to say to them? I want to say how honored I am whenever there's an opportunity to study God's Word, and, and just as Audley said, it would be very, very helpful to us if there are things that you would like us to discuss or questions that you have or the different formatting or anything, because feedback is how we grow, and so we look forward to moving forward. Okay, and as we do, remember, if you have ideas you'd like us to talk about, give us some time, but give us a call, um, or write to us at the Bible Speaks, Post Office Box 6690, Ocala, Florida, 34478. Um, if you want to directly communicate with me on my email, do that. It's McLean at AOL.com. That's A-U-D-L-E-Y-M-C-L-E-A-N at AOL.com. Now, Arjun, I'm going to let you... Lead off with the scripture that you want us to talk about a bit. During our my study time this week, I was thinking about the God idea that we discussed the last time I was here, mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit led me to First Timothy as to set the foundation for what this idea was about and what the the true meaning of the gift that we were given uh, was positioned and. I'd like to read for you 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 6, and this is from the New Living Translation. I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. Ask God to help them. Intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings and all who are in authority, so that we can live peacefully and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. This is good and pleases God our Savior who wants everyone to be saved and to understand truth. For there is one God and one mediator who can reconcile God to and humanity, the man Christ Jesus. He gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. Even as we celebrate the birth of Christ through Christmas, we must keep in mind that his death was the purpose. God's big idea was to reconcile man to himself once and for all through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. But there are conditions. Well, when you say there are conditions, uh, what do you have in mind? Or what does the Bible have in mind? Most importantly, uh, I was thinking about Romans 10.9, 
Because if if we have not had the experience of accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, you know, Jesus himself tells us that no one comes unto the Father but through me. So there is a condition. And then us recognizing who he is and what he represents is the beginning of our true understanding of the, the meaning of Christmas. So you, are you telling me that if I come to Christmas and I just go to church and sing some Christmas cards, that's not enough? I mean, I, I, people up there only go to church on Christmas and Easter or when they're getting married. So what, what are you talking about? That there is a greater meaning than the simply the ties and good tur- good cheer and, and singing songs. It's about the understanding that our lives are about helping others, not even just to share the word of God with them, but to pour into their lives, to to help them both from the human side and from the spiritual side. Amen. And I, I think I'd like to write in on that and say, all around town, all around every town, in this country anyway, there are packages, Christmas rings. I've got some, I've sent some. But the greatest gift that you can give to anybody is this fact that Jesus came, not just to be adored in the manger, that's a wonderful thing to do, and but we need to go beyond that. And you have indicated that Romans 10 and 9 is the root. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Um, we mentioned Hebrews 8, mm-hmm. but uh, it brings close together the history, the purpose, and the outcome. God was in Christ reconciling the world and by his Holy Spirit this Christmas season he wants us to live out and share the good news that God was in Christ Uh, you mentioned Luke 24 earlier before we came on the air you had it written down you want to just pick up something on that for us Adrian um, yes, it's specifically uh, verse 49 in Luke 24. Mm-hmm. And it says, Now and now I will send the Holy Spirit, just as my Father promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power from heaven. So as, as we understand our triumphal God, you know, Jesus brought us the opportunity to have a Savior that has experienced what it be, what it's like to be a man. Not that his omniscient did not have that knowledge as it was the human side for him to experience it. Mm-hmm. But then as we believe in him, when it came time for him to leave, then the Holy Spirit was to be our onboard GPS yep. to, to help us understand the fulfillment of God's promise through our roles. Yep. Well, actually, the Lord Jesus spells it up very clearly in John chapter 14. He says, when he, the spirit of truth, come, he will guide you into all truth. He'll take my things and make them yours. You know, I remember hearing a story about a nurse who professed to be a Christian. And, um, but she wasn't living before her friends like the Jesus life. And in a situation, without the details, uh, 
a young woman whom I had the joy of leading to the Lord uh, asked her, well, is that what Jesus would do? And she said, Lord, sister, we're not Jesus. I'm not Jesus. And that's not the answer. We are to be just like him. He says, greater works in these than I am doing, you'll do. So, yeah, we don't have an excuse that we're not Jesus. We're supposed to represent the Lord Jesus. Uh, Elgin, we talked about Hebrews 8, but before we got to 8, there is chapter 1, which tells the whole story of God's connecting us to himself through his Son. Now, in the Old Testament, we have the prophets, and we're going to talk about them a little bit later on, if we get if we get time. But um, why don't you share with us Hebrews chapter 1, and let's folk listen in. When we look at chapter 1, uh, I'll start reading. It says, In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through prophets at many times and in various ways. But in those in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. The son is the radiance of God's glory, an exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. Amen. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. What we really benefit from with Jesus sitting at the right hand of the Father is advocacy. Amen. That we have the uh, have an advocate who has walked the paths that we have walked without sin. And yes. even though we don't have the requirement to be perfect, we do have to have the mind of Christ. Amen. We do have to understand that we must love ourselves and our neighbor as much as he loves us. And it is through that knowledge and through that understanding that we're able to fulfill our role, the purpose for which he put each and every one of us on this planet. Yeah, and our purpose, as you say, is to reproduce the Christ life. And how do we do that? We can't do it by watching movies. We can't do it even by singing hymns. We're spending time in his presence. I think of the poet and king and warrior named David of old. He walked with God. I think Psalm 23 is a marvelous expression of the believer's life. He says, I won't, I don't worry. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. The picture there is that the shepherd is giving the sheep the place to rest. And then he said he takes us to the Waters, the still, clear waters. And then, I like this next part of Psalm 20, says, He leads me in the paths of righteousness. For his name's sake. God wants to be the leader. It's not your brother. It's not the elder. It's not the pastor. It's God and you. And this Christmas, I believe that there are hungry hearts, hurting hearts, lonely hearts, who need comfort and consolation that you and I can share with them. So, to our listeners, I would encourage you, let Jesus shine through you. Uh, Eldrin, in the passage you just shared with us, it says that God spoke 
in the past ages through the prophets. And then he says that everything now is wrapped up in Jesus Christ. Yes. And after chapter 1, uh, the writer of Hebrews, whoever he or she was, mm-hmm. went on to show that Jesus was superior to the angels, to the prophets, to the law, to the system. He is the excellency of God expressed in human form. Yes. Jesus came that we might live, but Jesus came that we might live in the world of darkness and be lights. On this Christmas Eve, which it is for some of you listening in the central Florida area and up in Indianapolis, we want to say a blessed Christmas, a wonderful Christmas. Elgin, please wish them a Merry Christmas in your own way. Absolutely. And and I want to just quickly address Hebrews chapter 8, verse 10, okay. where it says, by this But this is a new covenant I will make with the people of Israel. On that day, says the Lord, I will put my laws in their mind and I will write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. So just as God breathed life into our nostrils, he's telling us that there are parts of of faith and and him in all of us, whether we have come to the recognition of who he is or not. So for this holiday season. Remember that there is a piece of God in everyone, and you can help discover, help them discover who they are in Christ. Amen. And God bless you. We'll see you again next week. And in the meantime, keep looking up. I've wandered far away from God. This program is cared for by listeners who care. Your prayers and financial investment in this ministry helps to keep the good news on the air. We look forward to hearing from you and invite you to write us at Harvest International, Post Office Box 6690, Ocala, Florida, 34478. Again, that's Harvest International, Post Office Box 6690, Ocala, Florida, 34478.